Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. There's something really quick that I want to discuss with you. I want to talk about future-proofing your career. Uh, there's a very interesting video made by CGP Gray called Humans Need Not Apply, uh, which highlights some important issues, though I don't entirely agree with his conclusion. So what he talks about in that video is how automation is taking over how general purpose artificial intelligence is going to be used in factories and bu building cars and all of the manufacturing process, the delivery process, all of these kinds of things. And maybe even other things like if, if you're a legal clerk, machine could easily take your job. Even if perhaps you're a computer programmer in the future, a machine could take your job or d design things in more or less the way you do. So... Uh, his conclusion in the video is that humans are going to lose their jobs and then the robots will have all the jobs and we won't, we'll be just standing there on the sidelines with nothing left to do. And he makes this analogy about how horses went out of use and, uh, around the introduction or the mass production of the automobile and now horses don't really have jobs or most of them don't. Of course, the fundamental flaw in that is that he's, he's comparing humans to horses. Humans are different to horses and to machines because the economy is here to serve us, at least for the moment until the machines take over completely. So that means we don't have to worry exactly about uh, if we're going to have a job. But the question that's more relevant is what will we be doing? So we need to follow this trend and think, okay, well, what are the things that machines won't be able to do in the near future. And this is something that you really should be thinking about uh, because you don't know necessarily if your work is going to be uh, replaced, if your job is going to be taken by a computer, by a machine. So what you need to think about is what, what are the things that a machine cannot do. Right now, if you buy some soap, it's not very expensive, like some basic soap, uh, perfumed soap. It costs like a couple of dollars for three bars, something like this. Now, at the moment, there are jobs involved in every part of the process, like at the factory. Um, sometimes there are, there, there are factory workers, even though they might have machines to help them. Those people might be replaced entirely by machines. And then you have delivery process and the retail process. Now, at each of those points, each of those elements can in some way be improved or made more efficient by using machines, uh, providing we have this general artificial intelligence. We can do those things like drive the trucks and that sort of thing. That's the, those are already coming out. When that technology is introduced, it's going to mean the cost of production is going to drop right down. I'd say probably dropping more than 50%. Maybe it's going to drop to a fraction of the cost, like 10% of the cost. And so basic things, things which are mass-produced, will be very cheap. Uh, but that's going to mean that people have a lot more money to spend on things which are really important to them. In societies and families where you find that people have more money, they tend to spend a lot more money on things that they find aesthetically pleasing. So you wouldn't just be buying soap just regular soap with some little perfume. Maybe you'd be buying artisanal soap that's made from spearmint found in the Amazon or these kinds of things. Because if you have the money available, why not spend it on something that makes you feel good or something that's environmentally friendly? Pay more for the, for the good product that makes you feel good about using it. So those kinds of things are going to be much more important. Also, artwork 
poetry, music, all of those things are, are going to take a key role and new types of artistic expression as well, of course. The one point that comes up in the CGP Grey video is he says, well, well not everybody can be a poet because it takes a, a huge following to be successful. Well, that was once true. When you were a writer in, say, 1960, you needed to go to a literary agent to go to the publisher to go to the printing press and all these steps were involved and there was a lot of money involved. Of course, it doesn't take that much today. People can actually go onto Amazon.com and get their book published within a week, self-published and print on demand. It's very easy to do. So you don't necessarily need this whole process to back you up. There's a lot of the overheads are gone as long as you can find a way to promote your own book or pay someone to do it for you. So that means that, yes, um, maybe not everybody can be a, a poet. Not everybody can be a musician, a, a, a writer, whatever. Not everybody wants to be, and that's fine. But it does mean that there is a lot of opportunity there. Because imagine if you're earning just a dollar a book, you put your book online, people download it or they print it. And you have, say, 500 to 2,000 sales a month. That's enough to live very comfortably in most countries in the world. So Gray says, well, not everybody can be a celebrity. The good news is you don't need to be a celebrity, at least not in the way we used to think about it. You don't need to be a celebrity like Kurt Cobain or, or Tom Cruise or Madonna. You don't need to have millions or billions of people knowing who you are. You just need to have maybe a million and have a few uh, a few thousand core supporters who buy everything that you come out with and give you money every month as a Patreon supporter or something like that. That can get you very comfortable. Then you have more technologically focused careers like programming, web development, and anybody with access to the computer and an internet can go on Coursera.org and start learning about those things, develop their skills, and get into that as a new career. So gone are the days where people used to have one career for 40, 50 years for their entire life. That's just not a reality anymore. You're probably going to be getting your income from multiple sources because that's a more decentralized way of doing it and it makes you more resilient to economic crisis because it doesn't mean that if your one employer goes out of business, you have a big problem. It means that you can get money from many places in many ways and even if one of them goes out of business it won't affect you that much you can just restructure and refocus so uh, people using things like Fiverr and uh, selling graphics uh, selling artworks uh, that's already a possibility for people around the world to start making money then there are opportunities in bitcoin and cryptocurrency of course a lot of people are already starting their careers in that area and making their fortunes and a lot of people have already become millionaires by investing early in bitcoin so the interesting thing about that is in a sense you only need to be right once if you put in a big bet into a certain cryptocurrency it might go up 1,000% or 10,000%. That's already happened. We've seen it before. And uh, it'll probably be happening more than once. So if you find the right project, maybe you'll be set for life. My companion, Mr. Battle, likes to say that anybody who gets into crypto by 2020 is going to be set for life. We'll see if that's an overstatement within the next few years. So those are a few ways that you can think about saving your money, investing your money, or investing your, your time and resources in a way that's going to be productive in the future. 
Of course, if you're in a developing country and you're working 12, 14 hours a day, it's going to be very difficult for you. But if you're in a developed country and you're only working five, eight hours a day, you really have no excuse to try to prepare for the future and try to make this an easy transition for you and your family because there are going to be strange things ahead and we all need to make sure that we can take care of our own. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great evening and lots of love to your mother. Peace. Peace.